Welcome to the Biohacking Superhuman Performance Podcast. My name is Natalie Nidham. I'm a nutritionist, a human potential, and epigenetic coach, and I created this podcast to bring you the latest ways to take control of your health and longevity. We cover it all, from new technology to ancestral health practices, personalized interventions, and a very special interest of mine, peptides. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the show, guys. Today, we're talking about one of my most favorite topics. We're talking about a peptide, and we're actually talking about GHKCU, also known as the copper peptide. This tiny and mighty little three amino acid peptide literally has the power to transform the way your skin looks. It can prevent scar formation, speed up wound healing, and promote collagen productions. But as you probably know, the benefits don't stop there. And that's why in this episode of the Biohacking Superhuman Performance Podcast, I'm joined by three guests, Dr. Suzanne Turner, who's a return guest on the podcast, and the founders and formulators of Vitali Skincare, Debbie Barber and Terry Barber. And all three are experts on this magical copper peptide that I've been obsessing about recently. We take a deep dive into GHKCU and cover everything from its chemical function to how it acts on DNA. We also discuss the skin-specific health benefits of GHKCU, plus the additional key ingredients in the Vitali skincare products that are making drastic transformations in people's skin. You gotta make sure to check the show notes for links to some jaw-dropping images. And by the way, you heard it here first, Dr. Turner is a strong believer, and I tend to agree, that GHKCU belongs to the family of bioregulators, even though it's not an official member. Why? Because it works by binding to DNA and turning on and off the genes that are related to youthfulness. And that, as we know, is the hallmark of a bioregulator. Turns out that using copper peptides consistently for long periods of time even just topically, can help to reduce the appearance of fine lines and repair the surface of the skin. So you're going to want to tune in here to learn how you can start to easily use copper peptides and reap the benefits for yourself. Debbie and Terry have created a really special offer for listeners of this podcast. All you have to do to access it is go to restoracell.com, place your order, and use promo code NAT25 to save a whopping 25% off any size order. Now, to connect with Dr. Turner, you can go to vinemedical.com. And to connect with Terry and Debbie, you can go to Instagram and follow RestoraCell. That's Restore with no E at R-E-S-T-O-R-A-C-E-L-L on Instagram. And of course, if you want to connect with me, make sure to go to my website, natnidham.com. That's where you can join my newsletter. And you can also find out about my private membership community on Mighty Networks called BSP Community. You will also be able to find out about my upcoming next Women's Longevity and Resilience Retreat, which is happening this coming November in beautiful Cabarete in the Dominican Republic. And last but not least, you can also be the first to sign, one of the first to sign up for my upcoming peptide crash course, where we actually also talk about the copper peptide. And of course, if you get value out of this episode and you have friends or family who you think would also get value, make sure that you share the episode with them and make sure that you leave us a review because it's those reviews that allow us to be seen and noticed and found by more people and allows me to get more amazing guests for you guys, which of course is my favorite thing to do. So thank you so much for being here. And we're going to take just one minute 
before we jump into the episode to talk about a subject that is very near and dear to my heart. I want to talk to you about a critical component we often forget about when optimizing our energy and performance, and that is electrolytes. Most of you know that anytime you sweat heavily, whether it's a sauna session, a heavy workout, or when you spend time outdoors on a hot, hot day, you deplete valuable electrolytes that are critical for your body for proper nerve conduction, hormone regulation, nutrient absorption, and of course, fluid balance. You might also need a top up if you're following a keto or low carb diet. Definitely if you're fasting, I mean, sometimes we can even be deficient in electrolytes just from regular day-to-day activities. This could show up as headaches, you might be feeling sluggish, or even you might be getting muscle cramps. I like to use my electrolytes pretty much every day, whether I'm using my sauna, going to the gym, or just to sip on during the day to keep my energy up, and frankly, to make my water taste better. My top choice is Element for a few good reasons. Number one, Element provides the exact ratio with 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium that is scientifically backed. Second, and this is important, they taste amazing. My favorite flavors are watermelon, citrus, and even the raspberry flavor is the bomb. Just as importantly as anything else, they are free of everything you do not want, like artificial colors and sugar, but they're full of all the things you do want. Element is offering the listeners of this podcast a free sample pack with the purchase of any size. This sample pack includes eight different flavors for you to try so you can find your favorite. The way to get access to this is you want to go to drinkelement.com forward slash nat. Element is spelled L-M-N-T. So it's drinkelement.com forward slash nat. And another bonus, if by some chance you don't love your element as much as I do, you can share it with another salty friend, but they will give you a full money back guarantee, no questions asked. So really you have nothing to lose. So now without any further delay, let's jump into the episode and deep dive into GHKCU, the copper peptide. Hey folks, just a quick reminder that all of the information presented in this podcast is for information purposes only. No medical advice, no diagnosing, no treatments suggested here. Before you try anything that you hear about or learn about here, make sure that you check with your medical provider. Welcome to the show. Well, it's a big welcome today because I have three guests with me today. This doesn't happen. I don't know that I've ever done three guests at the same time. This is going to be very cool. So today I have with me Dr. Suzanne Turner, who is a return guest on the podcast. And then we also have Debbie Barber and Terry Barber. So Terry and Debbie Barber are the founders and the formulators, I guess, of this beautiful line of skin products that I recently was introduced to. I got an, I got an email from Suzanne, Dr. Turner saying, hey, Nat, my friends have just, you know, developed and released this new line of skincare that you really should try. And I'm sitting there going, oh God, no, not another line of skincare. <laughs> and and I took a look and I was like, hmm. well, number one, it's a peptide. So that got my attention. It's the copper peptide, GHKCU. But number two, it was Suzanne. And I'm like, if Suzanne Turner's recommending it, I got to take a look at this thing. So next thing you know, Debbie and Terry and I are on a call and boy, am I really happy that we did that because your products are phenomenal. So I'm really excited about this podcast. We're going to talk about the copper peptide, GHKCU, which everybody already tuned in is super excited about. But then there's other things that you've added to your formulas 
that make your formulas really different than anything else that's out on the market right now. And I really would love to dive into some of those other ingredients as well. And for the audience, I'm going to stop talking in one second. We're going to include in the show notes, I'm going to figure out a way to include some of the before and after pictures that you've provided me with on case studies of people who've been using the RestoraCell. And you are going to have to tell me, do, am I supposed to call it RestoraCell or Vitali? Vitali's RestoraCell. Yeah. Okay, Vitali's RestoraCell. So basically those before and afters are amazing, but what I want to, and, and some of them are in as little as two months, but others it's admittedly it's eight months of use or two years of use. Like it takes time for skin to recover, especially when we're starting a little later, you know, a little further down the road, let's say. So who wants to go first? Do we want to talk about GHK Copper? Or maybe, Terry and Debbie, maybe you want to tell us a little bit about how you got into this space in the first place, because this is not your first career, I'm guessing. <laughs> no, it's not. Really, the story is comes down to the fact that Debbie is the one who was in search for, for a solution for crepey skin. And uh, she can tell you more about her, her her journey in that. But the bottom line is when I saw what this particular um, peptide had done for in behalf of her and her skin, I was amazed. And I just couldn't believe that, number one, she had never heard about it. And two, um, in talking with friends and family and whatnot in and around the sphere and the space that we lived in, which was a fitness kind of crowd, um, no one had heard of it. So, boy, we really saw it as an opportunity to do something in the market, um, especially in light of the fact that we were in a uh, career-wise, a, a very cool transition. Retired. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that was what a we very, retired. <laughs> it was a cool, short memory. Uh, but when you see something that, you know, you become so passionate about, it's like, okay, yeah. I'm 65. Shall I start again? But uh, when it, Dr. Turner, when she says, when she recommends something, it's like, okay, let's go. And I was not expecting, she'd already helped me in so many ways with peptides, but I said, Dr. Turner, and I thought she was going to say, I won't name, like, I thought she was going to name a brand. I said, tell me what you would recommend for this crepey skin I have on my arm you know and she said well i can tell you what i use and i'm like oh, yes and she you know the ghkcu i started with the foam from the compound pharmacy but i thought this could be so much more than foam uh it could have so many other ingredients that could you know protect you not that that didn't but there could be protection there could be more moisturizing uh there could be an eye cream with dipeptide 2 which was through my research helps with you know under helps with uh puffy eyes and dark circles so what we did is we just we thought well if we're going to start over we're going to dream and we're going to make clean wonderful active ingredients that do what we want to use in our 60s Nice. I love that. And you know, one of the one of the many things that I love about your products is you said this to me the first time we spoke actually is that your goal was really to keep this simple. So yeah. to keep the line simple so that there's not 500 different things for people to kind of, you know, agonize over. And two, was even the ingredient list is very tailored. Like you resisted the temptation of throwing everything but the kitchen sink into your formula. And, and you know, it's funny, you, you got to wonder at some point when we put too many ingredients in a, in a formula, if we don't think about it properly, could some ingredients be at cross purposes with each other? Could there be, 
Like we don't know, right? So the right ingredients combined can be synergistic and amplify each other. And you wonder sometimes if there's too much stuff in there, if they could start fighting against each other. So I do think it's, it's um, you did a really nice job of keeping it simple and targeted. And also to your point, keeping out a lot of the, I don't know if you've mentioned this yet, but the other thing about your products is you've kept a lot of the junk out of it. You've resisted the temptation to think that people need to walk around looking like a, smelling like a garden of flowers or a bouquet of flowers or something. And just said, look, let's just keep this neutral. There's no fragrance because you can, to your point, you can have all these wonderful ingredients and then there'll be something harmful in there. And mm-hmm. so you're, you're really, you know, I wanted it to be not only clean, paraben free, no fragrance, you know, I wanted active ingredients, but I also didn't want to damage skin at the same time. So that's. I wanted to be able to say, hey, this is for all skin types, whatever yes. it is. It's an opportunity for you to get in on something that we know is highly effective. And that is one of the it, one of the things the, the feedback we've gotten. For, there's a lot of medical spas that use our products for procedures, and one of the th- the feedback we've gotten is everyone can use this. This isn't mm-hmm. you can't use this if you have oily skin or dry skin. Everyone, this is like an, a universal product that everyone can use. That's awesome. It's like my universal stone cleaner. <laughs> We're not going to talk about. <laughs> But let's talk about the copper peptide. And so for this, I think I'm, I'm going to call on our genie in the bottle who's joined us today, Dr. Suzanne Turner. Just let's, if we could do a bit of a review of what the copper peptide really is. I mean, it's a peptide that I think the minute people read about it, they get really excited, right? And part of it is that it has so many benefits applied topically as well as what we believe to be benefits systemically. So- I'm going to stop talking a bit, but I'd I'd love you to basically school us a little bit on the copper peptide and your experience with it and all the things. Yes. So this is uh, one of my favorites, of course. And um, it's what I love about working with, with Terry and Debbie is Debbie has as much fire and passion for studying as I do. So she will come to me with brilliant questions about, do you think that the copper peptide actually asks as a um, advanced glycation end product? And so we went to the two of us and did a deep dive looking for, can we make this happen? And are we getting that benefit from the copper peptide? So that was really a fascinating uh, um, thing to discover from, from, from and does it? Yes. So it's, it's, it, yeah, that's, what's really interesting about it. Cause that's what um, makes wrinkles, right? It, the yeah, cross linking. It's one of the things. Yeah. And um, they also end up causing some of the problems with dementia, which is one of the reasons why we think, or, or neurodegenerative diseases. And it's one of the reasons why we think GHK can be helpful. But what's curious about it is there are, um, you can get um, just like you can get um Uh, reactive oxygen species, you can get reactive copper species. And because GHK is a chelator or claw that binds to the um, copper, it binds to all copper. So not just the the, uh, regular copper that we think about all the time that's beneficial for all of ourselves, but it also binds to those more toxic uh, uh, reactive copper species and can really help with um, degener- neurodegenerative disease because of that side that side benefit. 
Um, this is a three amino acid um, peptide. That's why it's called GHK. And so just for a review of the science that everybody already knows in your audience, I'm sure. Uh, it is a bioregulator, which is one of our favorite things because we know that the way that these bioregulators work is by binding to DNA and turning on or turning off genes that are related to youthfulness. So we're just restoring the youthfulness of the body. Dr. Picard back in 72 was the first one to discover this, that if you apply it to liver cells, um, this was in a cell culture, if you apply it to liver cells, that they are more likely pr to produce more youthful peptides or proteins than a liver that was not exposed to GHKFC first. So it up and down regulates genes based on their um, youthfulness um, production. We know that in the regular, the human body, that this is depleted by that um, really about the same time that we lose everything else. We lose our thymus and alpha, we lose our thymus and beta, we lose our um, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone around the age of 35, they begin to decline. Well, the same thing happens with this um, uh, GHK peptide. And so uh, it's particularly involved in the production of collagen and the way that fibroblasts work in the skin and the hair follicles to make their own growth factors. And so that's why we use it so much for skin and hair. And um, the most exciting thing that we've been doing with Cherry and Debbie recently is this um, uh, um, hair uh, protocol that we're working on and um, using the medical grade serum and a derma roller uh, at a, on a home basis where the patient is able to. So I'm using this in combination with my in-office procedure this is my interim procedure that patient does at home and they are we're getting really great results I think you're going to put those before and afters up so I'm excited to um, share that new protocol with you all um, so as far as the chemical um, function of this peptide I think we've covered that mostly there the um, it has so many other great you know things with um, arthritis things with with pulmonary fibrosis so I have a patient right now who has pulmonary fibrosis from having had the pandemic virus and um, she is using this now was not able to walk at all and is now walking 30 to 45 minutes every day her PFTs went from a 50 percent to a 70 percent so really big improvement wow. on um, a pulmonary function test in someone with pulmonary fibrosis who the the um, the pulmonologist told her that she a should not exercise and b that there was nothing we could do to reverse the process so this is in addition to other things. She's not just taking GHK, but that's a very exciting um, outcome for GHK. So I have a question for you about that, because I think this feeds into the I had written a, a question here. Do you think or have you observed any evidence that GHK can help to reverse scarring? Because this is something that I get asked a lot. And we I know from reading the literature that part of what GHK does, it helps to realign fibers. It helps to prevent scar formation like when when we're healing a wound. So I had a, a small surgical procedure last summer and the plastic surgeon who did it said, you know what, Nat, you're cooked. Like you're, you're heading for a scar. There's nothing you can do about it. And I'm like, oh yeah, well, we'll see about that. So I, I ran home, got my GHK, my BPC-157. I had that, the one fragment of TB4 that is antifibrotic and I'm using them topically. And in addition to maybe, or maybe not, they may have somehow found a way into my body. I don't know, but, um, <laughs> but I don't have a scar. I mean, I have the 
finest hairline marking, which I actually think what I need to do is start derma rolling with your serum and see if we can take care of the rest of that. But from the pulmonary fibrosis, is there evidence that maybe it can retroactively help scars to resolve once they're already there? Because I just told someone recently, no, it can't. So I think that's really interesting. I don't think there's any science that shows that it can reverse um, existing scars, but I think that my clinical experience, like I think Debbie actually has a before and after, don't you? She did. She just sent it to me. Yeah. That's a scar that was reversed or at least made very, very faint. Faded. It's faded. Mm -hmm. By using the GHK. So I would say that would be something that you could definitely get some uh, improvement. One of the problems with hair loss, especially here and here um, around the front of the the hair, is um, because of fibrosis that occurs because of radiation exposure, just sun, you know, exposure. And so um, uh, there is quite a bit of um, patients get their hair to regrow in that area. Part of the reason why it's not growing is because of the fibrosis. So I would say that's also a clinical experience. Again, there's not a research study, so I'm not going to yeah. throw out. Yeah, here's the study, but that's at least my clinical experience that that should be um, should be helpful. Interesting. Now, okay. Just on my personal experience, because I the scar I had had since nine years old. I got hit with a golf club, and it. I mean, I'd had even laser, and it just it was still you know it, it was raised. And so I thought, well, GHK, it's done so many things. So I, I used it regularly, but I used the lactic acid. You know, I would put my lactic acid, which breaks the chemical bonds of the old cells. So that's part of, I think, how it works is I was very diligent in exfoliating with the lactic acid. And then I used the serum two times a day. Sometimes, like you said, in the middle of the day, <laughs> I would put it on the scar. <laughs> Dab it so on. by doing this, it, one day when I was doing a selfie, I went, I cannot even, it's just faded. I mean, it's not raised at all. I know it's still there, but it's dramatically improved. And I sent you a before and after. Oh yeah. No, the before it will, we'll load those before and afters somewhere and make them available to people. I'm actually, I'm touching my cheek because I have a scar from birth here and I wonder if I should just kind of go at it and see, <laughs> I mean, I can barely feel it anymore. I, it used to be more visible. Okay, great. So all right, so GHKCU, you, Suzanne, have now officially branded it bioregulator. So Professor Kavanson, eat your heart out. It's now a bioregulator. <laughs> it's at the very least, I think it falls under, because the other term he uses is geroprotector. And he yes. uses that for epitalon, which is endolutin, and vilon, and a couple of the other bioregulators. And if nothing else, GHK has got to be a geroprotector for all the reasons that you just listed. Like if it can restore youthfulness to systems in the body, um, then we can, we can also discuss SS31 as a bioregulator because I think it is. Let's talk about SS31 as a bioregulator. It's slightly off topic. Why don't we just talk about (laughs) it for 10 seconds? I can't help it. And then, and then we'll do another podcast episode on SS31 because you just happened to hit on a hot button that I'm really interested in right now, but it's like the mitochondria bioregulator, right? Yes. Yes. I agree. I agree. I think it fits right in that category. If I, if I, you know, all the research that I've done and treating people with 
with um, with uh, bioregulator peptides, and, and I think it definitely falls in that category. I think there's a couple of others that are out there, but um, actually, I think there's a lot of them that are out there, but a couple others that are available. Um, but I think SS31 is the mitochondrial bioregulator peptide. I agree with you. Yes. Yeah, that's incredible. Well, you know, um, in speaking with Bill Lawrence, he has shared with me that uh, Dr. Kevinson has identified 52 bioregulators. And he hasn't maybe always shared them all with everybody just yet, maybe because yes. he's not ready. And so who knows if all these and then some, like some of the other ones you suspect um, are also bioregulators. But we're way off topic now. Let's go back to our copper peptide because that's what we're talking about. People always ask these questions, right? They're like, well, copper peptide, is it is it kind of like getting stem cells? Is it better than getting stem cells? Is it going to work? Or is it the kind of thing you would do if you're also doing stem cell therapy? So maybe we can talk a little bit, like, is there a relationship between copper peptide and our own body stem cells and how they get activate to renew tissue? Well, specifically with the um, fibroblasts, which are skin, connective tissue, et cetera. Yes. So it makes them more, um, uh, more stem-like, more able to produce um, all the things, the growth factors and things that we need to uh, grow our own. So it gathers this, this, them to the area of injury. This is what it was originally, what, what our body naturally makes it for is to um, gather the, all the things we need to the area of um, injury and then cause repair. So it's, it, the, it makes your stem cells more likely to produce the growth factors that are needed to repair the damage of the cells. Interesting. Um, I, yeah. So, and that applies to pretty much everywhere that you put it. So it's something that we use um, for, you know, I have a patient who had, um, who had avascular necrosis of the hip mm -hmm. and it was among the things we use to help her repair her avascular necrosis. This is a disease where the blood supply to the hip bone gets retracted from the end of the hip bone and the bone actually dies. So that was visible on MRI. She had chronic hip pain. Uh, she was in her fifties and had, was a CrossFitter. And she was able to, with uh, treatment, took about six months of therapy. Um, but one of the things we did was use a systemic copper peptide to treat her. And uh, I know there's lots of debate out there right now about how often it needs to be used, et cetera. This was used in a combination with lots of other things. And I believe the research is out there really talking about a continuous infusion. That's what the mm -hmm. research shows. Um, but my experience with patients is, and, and it may be a matter of where we are in our cycle. So for example, if you're, if you're a little bit farther into menopause, for example, you don't need as much estrogen to notice a difference. Right. Whereas if you're immediately post hysterectomy and you're used to having a really high level, then yeah, you have to have a, a lot. So that may be at play too. We just don't know yet. There's so much to be done, research to be done. Mm -hmm. But uh, in my experience, uh, even just dosing on a daily basis or even an every other day basis can be beneficial. Uh, it works against the metallomatrix proteins in, so metallomatrix proteins cause a lot of breakdown of tissue. And um, so we, we know that it downregulates metallomatrix proteins, so we can get a lot of benefit of recovery um, of that breakdown because of using GHK systemically. So I use it in this particular patient with her avascular necrosis, and she had full recovery. You can't even tell the difference on the MRI. I'll see if I can send you those uh, before and afters. And um, she, again, 
It was in a, a, a cadre of other things we did for her, but it was one of the things we did for her. And uh, she had complete recovery and was able to go back to, she now uh, power lifts with me. Wow. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and you guys, if you've never seen videos of Dr. Turner powerlifting, you need to see this. Like, he we're not so talking cool. like a little, uh, like, <laughs> yeah. it's not like some little bar with like 20 pounds yeah. or anything like this. This lady is a beast. <laughs> and I mean that in the, in the most, most com- a complimentary way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a pretty, it's not pretty. There's no sequin bikini in this. <laughs> no, there's no, well, no, but you don't need one, honestly. I think you, I think you got it nailed. So, so interestingly enough, like you've said a couple of things there and also going back to something you said, Debbie, before, it seems that, and even with your experience, Terry, it seems that, I don't know if it's injury or disturbing the area helps the peptide to marshal resources and enlist repair, right? And I've always, and even Dr. Pickard kind of t- says this because his whole line of products, which unfortunately, I mean, I think there's a couple of issues with his products and one of them being that he was maybe a little less discerning with all the other stuff that he added in there to preserve and for whatever other reason. But there's there's always a, a piece of disrupting the dermal layer, right? Whether it's lactic acid or in your case, Terry with the hair, the microneedling and even Suzanne, like you're applying it, let's say I'm, I'm guessing you were going intra- were you, I mean, I don't know if you're going intra-articular, like right at the area or just systemic, but there's an, there's a, there's an injury there. So the body's already sending out signals that there's damage to be repaired. And in some ways, I feel like that damage, whether we've inflicted micro damage just to, it's almost like to say, hey, over here, <laughs> right, to the body, um, or if there's active damage, if that draws the peptide and then helps it to bring everything to the area that need that's needed for the repair. You're yeah. all nodding. Yes, I think I, so. I think yeah. I, I did a bad job of asking a question that I kind of no. answered while I was asking. I think, <laughs> I think that there is. So one of the things, I think there's, it's twofold. I think there is a damage, a, a damage control that it needs to do. But I think also part of it is, is making sure we're getting it to where we need it to go. If you're talking about trying to get it to the hair follicle, we want to do just a little bit of access. And the best way to access that is with a little derma rolling. And when I say a little derma rolling, we want to be cautious because too much derma rolling like every day or twice a day can cause fibrosis which is not what we want oh, so you call so scarring just, yeah yeah just be aware that that there's a goldilocks window for most things so so there's a too much and there's a too little and i think applying the copper peptide by itself for hair restoration may be too little but doing a little bit of microneedling maybe two or three days a week probably and again and there's not any research to back this up, but at least in our experience, two or three days a week seems to be the sweet spot. Okay. And um, Terry, are you using red light and near infrared light on that as well? Or are you just doing the GHK? I'm just doing the GHK. Now, okay. you know I'm telling you, we, we just invested into a red light sauna. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, taking advantage of that, we'll see if that, that makes any more of a significant difference. But there is no doubt that just using the GHK just the peptide. serum 
has made a significant uh, difference. I love to that. that, though, my if you recall my hand, we oh, yeah. the first things we talked about, and that's where the damage from laser, uh, and then the G- the GHK was on steroids then because I had laser on my hands and I sent you the picture right after the laser and it I did I couldn't be in public I mean I had these big ugly places on my hands and uh the dermatologist said your face looks so good but these hands and he tried you know using he tried to freeze it and it made a scar you know it, it was not a good outcome for me so that's when I said okay I am going to use the GHK I'm going to use the Vitaly which it started looking better I saw a difference but then I thought I need to really see if I have some wounds what happens so I had the laser and it hurt you know it was it was painful for a short time and uh we put the uh we put the Vitaly on before the laser on top of the laser and I used it several times and then the squalene oil on top of that which helped heal but also helped push the copper peptides into my skin and within 10 days you saw the difference i mean i had different hands no it was Um, it was complete renewal it's like you put on new gloves it was it's really dramatic and the other thing that you said to me which i think is really interesting uh because as we age one of the things that happens is our our skin gets thinner right it wrinkles you've got the cross-linking you've got the all that damage happening but it thins at the same time and you've said to me that you feel that your hand, the skin on the backs of your hands has actually gotten thicker, which is, I do. right? Which is one of the things that one of the big criticisms of laser is it's going to take skin that's already thin and possibly damage it and make it thinner. I think it actually does. Th- there is research showing that it does increase the thickness of skin, but I can, it's just, you know how you, when you feel your own hands yeah. and I use, I mean, twice a day, and I even keep it in my car. And of course, I always use sunscreen on my hands. I never, cloudy day, whatever, sunscreen on my hands because I know I've learned the hard way. Yeah. Uh, but it does. And I have a friend who has perfectly beautiful hands, no spots. And she said, but my hands, there's no thickness, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, use it on your hands. I think it can help, yeah. you know, if you do it regularly. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I'm thinking actually also my mom's, uh, the skin on her shins has gotten super thin on her legs mm-hmm. and um, and she gets injured every once in a while. And when she gets injured, it's getting her to heal is a major issue. Um, I have a feeling I'm going to be sending her some product to just start slathering <laughs> on her shins to see if that can help her out a bit. So the cool thing is you've got these great copper serums and this, your moisturizer is like amazing. It's, it's like putting butter on your skin and then it just kind of sinks in. It's just like the most amazing feeling. So, Can you talk to us a little bit about some of the other ingredients that you decided to add to the copper peptide? Because, you know, there's not many, but you, you were talking, there's a brown algae, there's hyaluronic acid and kelp, but you were talking also about them, some of these. So the hyaluronic acid we know is, is for moisturizing and holding moisture to the skin, but you were talking about the brown algae and or the kelp and helping with sun exposure possibly it protects it's it's an anti a wonderful antioxidant it protects your skin from sun and elements it actually goes in and takes care of free radicals i mean it works attacks free radicals if you will and this is the unscientific version so please excuse me for that and then the the moisturizer has another in addition to the brown algae it has sig buckthorn and i love that product 
I love that product because it actually increases circulation. Um, You know, it moisturizes. uh, And then in in the body cream, one of the things that we added that I love is rosemary oil because that increases circulation. And I haven't seen many things help with cellulite, but that actually increases circulation. And there's studies showing that rosemary oil can help with cellulite. So I use that twice a day. I love um, that. Well, you know, the sea buckthorn's interesting also. There's um there's another interview I did last year with a gentleman who has a supplement that helps the body to mobilize its own stem cells. And one of the ingredients in there is a sea buckthorn. Now he sources his sea buckthorn from Tibet and you know, it's a particular strain. But sea buckthorn is one of these things that you keep hearing about that is an incredibly powerful agent for skin health, in addition Absolutely. to other things as well. Um, and so another, one last, I just one other yeah. one I'll, I'll forget about is yeah, yeah. metal foam sea oil. It is a, a natural ingredient. It's a plant and it actually has significant ceramides because that's one of the things you want the ceramides. So that is one of the ways we get ceramides into the product. It has, it's it's an oil made from a plant that has, uh, you know, tons of ceramides. What are ceramides? I don't, I don't know. Ceramides, um, Dr. Turner, you take this. (laughs) (laughs) There's some of the this is like a little three-way badminton match. I love it. <laughs> There's some of the fat in the cell wall. Yes, thank you. Okay. I was so focused on my natural products. <laughs> well, and which they are. Hey, folks, you're going to want to hear this. About a year ago, I became aware of Level Up Health when the founder and formulator, Kyle Vanderleest, reached out to me in my Facebook community. We had a long chat. I tried a few of his life-changing formulations and the rest, as they say, is history. Level Up Health's product range is truly unique. Their ultimate GI repair combined the best naturopathic botanicals and nutritionals with powerful orally bioavailable peptides used in functional and integrative medicine to give their customers products that actually work and help you achieve your health goals. Be that gut health and healing, liver detoxification, reducing inflammation, supporting brain function, or biohacking and optimizing your health. The feedback from community members from this formula alone has been incredible. Each of this and every product formulation they make were created to address specific health goals and to reduce the multiple six to 12 products you might need to take. They simplify it down to an all-in-one formula. Level Up also has formulations like Historesist and their liver complex. Plus, they also have a range of powerful solo ingredient products, many of which are unique on the market, such as magnesium L3 innate, Tudica, dihydromyricetin, DHM, and palmitoyl ethanolamide, or P, which is much easier to say. Their range continues to grow every single month. So to learn more, check out their website, www lvluphealth.com to see the full range of unique products they have to offer. And make sure to use code NAT10 for 10% off your order. And now let's get back to the episode. Okay, so can we go back to the copper peptide and talk a little bit about how it acts on DNA, Dr. Turner? Because I think, you know, as much as we know that the audience listen who listens to this podcast, a lot of them are deep into peptides and love peptides. We get new people coming in all the time and they may not know about some of the, you know, the reasons why really you've kind of 
given given this beautiful award of bioregulator and gerro protector to to GHKCU and i think one of the, one of the things that's so intriguing about it and why there is so much research going on with this around this peptide is it's it's amazing right there was that one was it was it stanford the study that they the broad institute yeah yeah where they looked at, where they discovered that oh my god this little three amino acid peptide like literally flips switches on and off on the genome. And I'm wondering if maybe you want to talk, speak to that a little bit in a more sophisticated way than I just did. <laughs> no, it's, you're brilliant. Of course it's um, originally we thought that the way that it worked was taking binding to copper and bringing the copper to places where it wasn't, where it was needed. And uh, as a, as a um, uh, enzyme helper, as a, um, um, so that, so the enzymes would work better. But we discovered, uh, I say it like I was part of it, I was not there. Uh, but the broad well, discovered, institute yeah. <laughs> discovered that, the, um, that this is actually turning on and off genes. And so the, the proteins that are produced as a result of GHK being present are adjusted to this a very similar profile to a more youthful um, expression of the cell by the presence of the GHK peptide. So you're able to heal things faster, you're able to uh, recover better, you're, there are plenty of antioxidants when they're needed to help balance your reactive oxygen species. Again, too many antioxidants are a problem, just like too many um, reactive, too many um, reactive oxygen species, everything's Goldilocks. So we want to balance out those reactive oxygen species a very well-functioning mitochondria is going to produce a lot of, of reactive oxygen species. So we don't want too many antioxidants uh, um, most situations. And um, this will, will help to improve the way that um, antioxidants work. It also upregulates the way that those stem cells are able to produce uh, from their DNA to produce growth factors. So we know that um, you're flipping on and flipping off switches. It's sort of running up and down a ladder. If you think about your um, electric box in your house. It's running up and down, flipping on and off switches, saying we want this part on, we want this part off. And the entire expression is more like a more youthful expression of that particular cell. So it's able to handle the anti the oxidant load. It's able to fold proteins more efficiently. It's able to produce the anti-inflammatory rather than the pro-inflammatory, unless the pro-inflammatory is needed to help with recovery and repair. And then it reverts back to the um, anti-inflammatory or, or more calm uh, expression of cells. So this applies to most of our cells, particularly the um, fibroblasts, but most of our cells as well. And so it's really DNA expression that changes. Although it does have that copper chelating um, effect, the GHK alone is very useful. I actually use the GHK alone for hair be, without the copper because the, the copper itself is um, can burn when you inject yes. it. And so, yeah, so I usually use just GHK and that when I'm doing the injections and then I save the GHKCU for the topical application with the derma roller. Right. Yeah, no, I've seen. And also I feel that, and I don't know how you you deal with this, but very, I remember speaking to a woman in a, she was part of a community of people that have um, a condition, it's a genetic condition called EDS, um, Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. And so these are people who genetically don't make collagen efficiently, 
or affected. Yes. So, so they, you know, very often they'll be hypermobile or they'll have all kinds of different real, they can have massive issues, right? And I mean, we think, oh, super, yeah, amazing. You're super bendy, but you know, you need collagen for a lot of stuff. And in, and in extreme cases, it can be very debilitating to these people. Um, and they had discovered the copper peptide and they were as a group had made a decision that they were going to systemically apply GHKCU at very high dose and lo and behold, they started to get incredible benefits. But when I spoke to her, it was about six months after the fact. And all of a sudden, a group, a bunch of them were starting to develop signs of what looked to be copper toxicity. Um, what would you say to that? Because I definitely, and even in speaking with other people in the space, we're like, if it's going to get introduced systemically into the body and not that anybody's saying that it should be because we don't really have clinical research on humans using it that way, but perhaps allowing it to bind to existing copper in the body versus introducing more copper to the body. Do you have any thoughts on that? Like, will it just find its way to copper and bind up? And I think it's that's definitely a concern, and I'm not sure that that um, specific research has been done, but it certainly makes sense. I'm always concerned about what the balance is between copper and zinc in the body and making sure, again, that Goldilocks window of the right amount of copper to zinc. So I'm always concerned if we're, uh, if, if we're putting people on uh, giving them GHK, are we giving them adequate zinc to balance? Now, most of my patients are on zinc anyway because we're still coming out of this pandemic, and so most of them are taking um, zinc. I'm not sure that balances um, adequately, although it's a tiny amount of copper that we're in, that we're infusing. Yeah. So that's a good question. And, and what's the right dose and what's that? That's all up for debate right now. But the thing I typically tell people is to watch the lunas of their nails. Yeah. So that sort of moon shaped area at the base of your nail, where it meets your um, meets your finger, your digit, that's where it's usually white. Or, or pink, and that uh, will start to turn a very pale blue or gray color with the with an excess use of GHK. So I have a patient who had she was using this for a um, topically for a really great um, skin uh, results, but she had um, osteoarthritis, multiple joints, and some general inflammation from other reasons. And so we gave her GHKCU to use systemically and I told her to use it for 40 days and to stop. Well, you know how patients are. Um, they, she did not stop using it. She she um, continued using it beyond the 40 days. And her method of using this was to just dose every other day. Right. And she said, this is the dose that keeps my symptoms at bay. And again, for her, it was really trial and error to figure out what dose would keep her symptoms at bay, but not give her any copper toxicity. And she was monitoring that. So every patient I see, if we're doing anything, even the topical, I'm saying, hey, just watch your nails to be sure you're not um, uh, having anything happen. You know, if we're doing this topically, if we're doing it for hair restoration, whatever the reasons are, or for, or systemically, we definitely want to be alerting them to the risk of copper toxicity. Okay. That's great. Also, I get people in the group again, who've read the research on, you know, cognitive benefits, and now they're starting to think about using it um, intranasally. And again, Wow. The GHK with the copper intranasal, it just makes me nervous. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe it's maybe it's unfounded, but I again I feel like again, now we're getting into the sinuses, which are very, you know, we're we're getting awfully close to the brain at that point. And 
I just wonder if maybe the the copper is might be overkill. I think it's a great idea, but remember it's a tiny little peptide. So it's probably because it's a bioregulator, it's probably crossing the blood brain barrier anyway. Yeah. Um, so we're probably getting some systemic, including brain benefit from the, um, from even a systemic application or even a topical application, you're probably getting some systemic benefit. Um, right. it, it, for example, this patient who had was using it topically and got the, um, got the beneficial effects on her arthritis. So, oh, she got the beneficial effects from arthritis using it topically. Yes. So she wanted wow. more effect. She said, is it possible that this is giving me a little bit of relief of my joints? And I said, sure. I bet you'd get even more with it if we did it systemic and we did it systemic and she had the benefit. She's the one who was using it every other day. Right. Okay. Well, that's, I mean, that's fascinating, right? I mean, we, people, people read research papers and, you know, we had one guy read the research paper said, oh, you know, you're only going to really get benefit if you infuse it over 10 hours or you do 10, 10 shots a day. And, and here we are listening about hearing about people who, who experience benefit even just from topical use, but at the topical product they were using, because I know somebody listening to this is going to be sending me an email in 30 seconds going, well, wait, what concentration were they using of the topical product that gave them systemic benefits? And would that have been the foam from the compounding pharmacy or are we talking? Just just the two and a half percent. Yep. Wow. So one of the questions I did get from people in my group and Debbie, maybe somebody's already sent it to you directly was yes, <laughs> what's the constant, what's the concentration of of GHKCU in your products? And of course, for the people who are new to this, we know GHKCU is present in the products because it's got that beautiful cobalt blue color. And the concentration is going to determine to a degree the depth of color that we get. But both your medical grade and your not medical grade serums are that beautiful blue and then in the creams we've got again the blue so are you able to to share a little bit about the concentration that you're using of the copper peptide we use two and three percent and i know that that was one of the questions um i know that pickard has an accelerator that's seven percent that you add to other products i do not feel there's a need for that based on our experience and i've been working with this now three years uh, and I find even the 1%, uh, you, some people, it's too much uh, initially. So you may not want to immediately, depending on what your goals are. Right. Um, so we have 2% is what we, you know, what people have. And then we have the 3% that's the medical grade. Okay. That procedures that's a little bit stronger. But I've had, I've had many people come to me and say that the competitors that only offer 3%, it was too much. And they tried ours because there was options to use lower. So I don't think, you know, it's like you said, all, you know, more is not always better. Mm-hmm. And when you layer our products, if you're using the, the the serum, you're getting a percentage, then you're getting a percentage with the moisturizer. Right. And you're getting a percentage in the eye cream. So as you layer the products, you're, I think you're getting, and Dr. Turner, I don't know if you have an opinion on that, but that's certainly what we've seen from experience. Right. I use the serum and then the eye cream and then the moisturizer. So I'm getting a higher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the percentage in the, in the, in the creams is it's a, it's 2%. Is that the same it's as 1%. the serum? Oh, it's, it's 1%. 1% in the creams. Okay. Yeah. So you're, yeah. I mean, like you're, you're stacking them on top of each other. For Absolutely. Sure. And there's a need for some of the other wonderful ingredients to do yes. their work. Yes. So you don't need, you know, we're not, we're trying to balance as you said earlier. But- 
Debbie, the, the serum is 2%, correct? Yes. And, and then the medical grade serum is 3%. Yes. Okay. Well, and, and it's interesting, right? Because the GH, the copper peptide itself is going to have all these incredible benefits, but it's really these other ingredients that you're bringing in and almost that kind of seal it in and yes. bring another another kind of array of benefits, if you will, to, to the party. Um. <laughs> and that's, again, another thing, the squalane oil, which is on our hydration boost, that actually makes it penetrate when you put that on top. And I do that twice a day. I love it. I, I've never, I used to worry about putting oils on my skin because I'm so afraid I'm going to break out. I love this oil. I put it on my face at night and it actually, you wait, you have to have patience and let everything else kind of settle in. And then you put the squalene oil on top and it makes it penetrate even more. And you wake up and, and in the morning, I just love to touch my face. And then I put it on top of the moisturizer before I use it as a primer, before I you know put on either sunscreen or any kind of tinted sunscreen or foundation. And it just, it just sets it and it makes it go deeper. And I think that's more important than just having a high percentage. I want it to go in my skin and work. And I found it is a wonderful aftershave. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So you get through shaving and your skin is abrased from razor and razor burn. So it makes it all the better to be able to put that GHK and the serum on first and then come behind it with the squalene oil. It is incredibly soothing. Um, and it's amazing how fewer razor burns I get these days. <laughs> and now, rejuvenating. It's a little weird, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> but rejuvenating, right? Because if you think sure. about it, you're doing that mechanical disruption to some degree by shaving, like you're exfoliating, if yeah. nothing else. Absolutely. So, so we're going to be like, we're going to interview Terry next year, and he's going to look like a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's turn that clock right back i'll take you up on that journey (laughs) all right all right i'm in um so are you are you happy with your product line now or do you are you working on other projects i'm just curious because absolutely no you you just got a beautiful selection there so we we are working on a retinol with squalene oil uh, combination that I have been testing for the last year because I know retinol, I think it's a wonderful ingredient and I think it needs to be a part of the mix, but you use it, I prefer at night because it makes your skin hypersensitive. Um, I and, and also I used to get irritated. It, my skin would turn red and it was uncomfortable. And so I found that by mixing it or topping it with a squalene oil, it, it changed the whole way it worked. So we are now in production. We, we hope to have it by spring, uh, late spring, uh, a retinol w- with squalene oil mixed together. So you can apply it after you, you you need to use it on nights you're not using the copper peptides or either wait 30 minutes. Um, okay. So. Now I was going to say the, the other product that we are um, right in the midst of is a hair application that is specific to hair. So it's one thing, I mean, the serum works fine to take it as is, but we've actually found an applicator that you can basically hop right on top of a vial. Like the stamp? Yeah, and you can roll it into the crown. (laughs) And I, I got the biggest kick out of just thinking about Boy, men are going to freaking love this. <laughs> yeah. Why don't sit there in their chair 
watching TV, <laughs> drinking a beer. You're going to have to put a timer on it that locks it after a period of time, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. And it's not just men. I mean, hair loss is affecting so many people these days, right? You've, I mean, number one, women, you know, it's like the dirty little secret nobody talks about, but many women um, experience hair loss yeah. at various well, times. I think COVID life. has really helped to accentuate that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I just went through my shed in the last month and it's pretty alarming. You know, I'm I'm super grateful that I started off with a lot of hair, but it's pretty, you know, I've got to the point where I'm like rolling balls of hair after my shower and collecting them to see if they're getting any smaller. <laughs> oh, no. I want that. I want that picture. Yeah, no, yes. I'm, not, I'm not sharing. <laughs> I'm not sharing. So definitely using the copper peptide consistently, like for long periods is really where we're seeing the real benefits here, right? And so can we just list for the audience, like the main benefits of the copper peptide for skin is obviously the, the those fine wrinkles, the repair, the mechanical repair of the surface of the skin. How about on in terms of color discoloration or coloration, or is that why you're bringing the retinol in? Is it more? Well, I think retinol will add to that. I think it does fade, but it's not a dramatic, you know, it's not going to happen in a month. I'll just be totally honest. I think the disruption, as we talked about, if you have laser and then use it, it will happen much faster. I was I was seeing things fade, but I was impatient. Yeah. So uh, I needed more. It tightens skin. It, it definitely tightens skin. Uh, one of the things that I hear from women, and I get notes all the time, it grows eyelashes uh, and, and eyebrows, brows. thickens brows, uh, and does not change the color of your eyes like some of the other products do. So it's, again, I feel good about it mm -hmm. uh, because I know it's it's safe. It's it's healthy if you use it properly. I don't mean put it in your eyes. Um, so it, it, you know, no, You'll have to come out crap. with a mas mascara with it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Crepey skin is the, I, I think it's, that is where it, I, it is like if I see copper peptide, I see smoother you know, the skin smoother. And I had that happen because then I sent you the picture and that was why I really started. I had this crepiness and I play tennis and I just, I did not enjoy being on the tennis court with this, you know, crepey and, and lifting weights. And so I used it and exfoliated and it, I mean, it's gone. This is where it's, it's gone. I mean, it wow. is smooth, but it twice a day, exfoliating with the, you know, the cleanser. And then I used a, the gloves, you know, the little gloves. I was going to say like, you could use loofah gloves or those yes, little abrasive absolutely. gloves, right? I use those and put a little bit of the cleanser, the lactic yeah. cream cleanser and rub it into my arms. And, um, I don't do the gloves on my face. I don't know. I'm so careful yeah. about my face, That's okay. uh, but smart. my <laughs> knees, my knees and my thighs, the gloves and the cleanser, and then you just layer it with the serum, and then you put the body cream on top of that. We, you know, we probably get more comment from men about the crow's feet we do. going That's away right. and uh, just totally being eliminated. That's amazing. Well, yeah, you sent me a picture of that too. That was, I mean, definitely the pictures that you sent me are are extremely dramatic. So it's um, well, and one of the eye pictures I wanted to show you the out to two years because people like how soon will this, you know, how fast will I see results? Yeah, and people see results. You know, they they see their they they feel a difference in their skin probably the first month. You feel you just feel some 
something different, but you're not going to see, you know, I don't, I don't want to deceive anyone and not dramatic, but by the third month, you're usually seeing something that you're going to feel really good about. I mean, I've had people write me that within a month, but yeah. it was more, I will say it was more two to three months, three yeah. months before I started seeing things. But then the picture that I sent was the picture under the eyes was, you know, after four months, then it was eight months. Then I wanted to show, look at two years. There is, yeah. this, this is a different under eye. Absolutely. And Debbie, I think one of the things that's important for you to mention, I'm just bragging on you because I love you guys. But <laughs> um, uh, one of the things that's important to mention is, wasn't it this, um, the, the stripe? people who said that you were the refill the most you had the highest oh, repeat rate. repeat customers repeat yeah. customers. yeah yeah <laughs> it, it's it's true so so on the platform that our website is on oh, we, ben oh, we yeah. benchmark against many many other people who are in our space and they do call us on a regular basis saying that we've got the highest rate of retention of anybody in the space when it comes to renewed customers wow that's Thank amazing. you. And that is that absolutely, we celebrate that because, and we celebrate like getting this morning, we had just the most beautiful review from someone. And we you look at our reviews because people really are, it's you know, the, it's the joy. It's of, the joy. You feel like you're really serving people in your audience. They already know about this peptide. But when we started, none of our friends, you know, yeah. tennis they, friends, they may be able to buy GHK other places, but they're not going to get love. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was worth coming out of retirement for, I'll bet. Way more fun than retirement, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm one of those people that thinks that retirement is highly overrated personally. <laughs> but that's just uh that's just my opinion. What do I know? What what else can people do to address? You know, do we do any of you want to talk a little bit about what the other things people can do to protect their skin? I mean, let's say somebody says, "Okay, this is all really great, but you know, I I need a little bit of time to marshal my resources so I can buy my GHK product." What else should people be doing to take care of their skin, uh, just on a daily basis? I still believe, and Dr. Turner will certainly vouch for this, it, exercise is a big, big part of healthy Absolutely. skin. I um, love that you said that before, avoiding the sun. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it may be nothing more than just the consistency of walking every day, but exercising is a big piece of having great skin. Mm -hmm. Well, it increases yeah. the circulation back, you know, back to the circulation. It does so many wonderful things. And I think, it, you know, exfoliate. You know, you need to do exfoliation, regardless of what products, you, I mean, not regardless of what exfoliating product, but, you know, yeah. have a gentle exfoliating product that you use. And I mean, I'm, I'm actually working on a blog. Uh, one of the things that I know people still do, I know this is something we used to do in college, but going to bed with makeup on your face. I used to do that all the time. <laughs> I'm so I am really surprised. I may have even done it last night because I was so tired and it's the yes. first time I've done it in months. <laughs> At <Busted>. least, <laughs> you know, at least get the water wipes and clean off the makeup. You know, I keep the macular water uh, and the, and I have some things that if I'm just too tired to do the full, which I, I'm in this business. So I feel like I, I, I need to do the full, but there's times <laughs> when at least I can just get that water and get off the grime. I know that 
my repair that night is going to be so much better because my pores are going to be clean. (laughs) So I think that's, that's a huge one. And I'm surprised I still have to say that, but then Dr. Turner raised her. (laughs) I know. Well, and so my, um, my stepsister, or I'm sorry, I guess she's my sister-in-law swears by uh, changing out her pillowcase every night. Oh my, now that's another. Which kind of goes along with what you're saying, Debbie. That's oh, you do, you get, absolutely. And using the silk or satin pillowcase, I'm actually working I, on this. I was um, just going to say that has been a game changer for me. It is a game changer. It makes yeah. such a difference than having that scratchy material. And they're not that, that expensive. And I, I mean, I have several and I use them. I do not change them every night. Now I'm going to start thinking about that too. <laughs> <laughs> own two of them i guess i'm gonna have to buy more we're gonna or you're or debbie you're gonna have to design one so that we can I absolutely we can buy and them from sleeping. you and it's gonna have to be blue i'm just saying and then sleeping on this is hard because then when you have sinus or snoring or other things i know side sleeping is supposedly better or i've read that but is is often or is the biggest percentage of your sleep if you can sleep on your back it, I know it's, this is not a popular one, but I have taught myself to do you this. Do I, I do that. I sometimes you still move around, but I, at least I know I go to bed and I, my first sleep is on my back because I'm, I just think it's better for my face. Yeah. Well, it, you know, it's so funny that you bring that up because over the last little while I'll be lying on my side and I feel my face kind of squished against the pillow and I'm like, okay, I can't be squishing this direction. I got to squish that direction. <laughs> because. <laughs> It definitely causes more lines. I mean, they've got research on that. My upcoming blog is going to talk about this, but I know it's not popular because we want to be comfortable and it's more important that you sleep. I mean, we don't want to snore. So now you got the mouth tape, you got the eye mask, you're lying on your back. (laughs) Just optimum, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're, we're very high maintenance. Listen, I travel with my pillowcase. I bring my pillowcase with me, you know, to the I hotel. <laughs> you take, well, yeah, no, I can't. I mean, the problem now is your bag has to be so little that, you know, it's starting to seriously limit the things we can bring. But anyway, we digress. I think my only last request from you guys would be if you could make travel sizes of your products so that those of us who travel with carry-on can bring them with us on the plane. That would be my only other request because we're working on that and, we do we we do uh, accommodate when that request comes our way, and I just heard that request. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be traveling for I think it's five weeks starting March 31st. So okay, I'm All like, right. uh, and I'm, I'm, it's wonderful to have travel sizes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then then I guess they exist. So guys, you heard it here. You could always send Debbie a letter and say, "Dear Debbie, please." <laughs> Um, all right. Well, what have we left any stones unturned, uh, Dr. Turner, Suzanne, I know that you have, uh, you have meetings to get to and places to go. So is there anything we didn't cover and, and you can check out early if you want, we can close on our own. Thanks Debbie and Terry. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Turner. Good to see you. Thank you so much, Suzanne. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. And we'll just close up Debbie and Terry. Is there any, anything else that we left out or that we that you would like to add to what we've talked about? And well, I think we covered a lot and most of what we, in, I think we enjoy talking about and the things that are most important. Uh, um, I, I really appreciate the fact now we're going to put as a part of our resume, 
that we are part of the biohacking community. You sure are. Welcome to welcome to our little world. It's a beautiful space. Okay, so where can people find you? I know that you've you've given a beautiful discount code to this audience, so people can use Nat twenty five when they go shopping for your products, which would be on RestoraCell.com. Is that, am I correct? This, Google will find us all kinds of ways. RestoraCell, uh, Vitali Skincare. So either one totally works, but RestoraCell is a great, solid place to go. R-E-S-T-O-R-A-C-E-L-L.com. Beautiful. And um, you have a beautiful website, actually. It's so well-designed, so much information. And your blog, Debbie, is amazing. So um, like I just- me, that, I, I almost want to take you off when I send it. Like, oh, I don't want her to read this. <laughs> no, your, your, no, your articles are so well thought out. Believe me, I mean, there, there's- they're great. So, and so if people want to reach out to you, as apparently people have already figured out, but for the audience here, if they wanted to reach out to you directly, if they had some questions or whatever the case may be, do you, is there a way for them to do that? Debbie at VitaliSkin.com. I mean, wait, email. Wait, Debbie at, help me. They write me. How do they, how are they writing me? They're writing you through Debbie at RestoreCell.com. That works. Debbie at RestoreCell.com. And that is one of the things I love about your audience. They have so many good questions and they make me, uh, you know, they give me great ideas. I wrote a blog after a question from one of your, you know, audience. Amazing. So I, I enjoy that. Well, thank you. I'm sure they enjoy seeing the answers to their questions. So, (laughs) and uh, folks, just so you know, it's Debbie with no E at the end. It's just D-E-B-B-I at RestoraCell. The E is in the RestoraCell.com. All right. Well, I'm going to thank you both so much for your time and also for coming up with this incredible line of products. You're just going to be healing skin one person at a time in the world. So thank you so much for all that you do. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of the Biohacking Superhuman Performance Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please remember to leave us a five-star review on iTunes because that's what helps us to be heard and to be seen. If you'd like to connect with me directly or if you'd like to leave any comments or if you have any questions about this episode, please reach out to me directly through my website, natnidham.com. And of course, if you're not already a member of the Biohacking Superhuman Performance Community on Facebook, that's where you'll find me every day. It's a short application. Just answer a couple of questions and you're in and interfacing with other amazing biohackers. Thanks again. And we'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode.